Okay, I want to get this one out of the way while it was still fresh on my mind. Otherwise, it would go the way of other stories I wanted to tell after watching Final Fantasy Dad of Light or the Japan Foundation Film Festival Plus. Past listeners from the Wayback Era of this podcast will know that I'm a fan of the Boys B series, the shonen anthology title that told short stories of first love. I mean, it was at the center of the only contest we ever had. Tokyo Pop did a run of select stories from the manga many years back, which I don't think did all that great. It also spawned a 13-episode anime series back in 2000, which was eventually released by Right Stuff under the Nozomi label back in about 2005-2006, all of which, by my count, are no longer available save for the anime series if you have Amazon Prime Streaming in the U.S. To the guy who won the DVDs for knowing his Japanese pro wrestling music, first of all, I'm sorry I forgot your name. And second, nice work. Please take note. The final episode of the anime was hyped up because it featured Migumi Hayashibara as a guest voice, but perhaps that's another story. The episode also began with a song called Hatsukoi, sung by Seiyu Yuma Imai. It was a fast-paced tune compared to the show's other theme song, which was called Daijoubu. It admittedly stuck in my head in the most annoying of ways, despite the fact I really did like the song. Obviously, it was memorable enough that I would recognize it when I heard it again years later. I've mentioned Jay Mello in the past, one of the music shows that's on NHK World. Its host, singer May Jay, has become well-known over the years, most notably when she sung the end roll credits version of Let It Go in the Japanese language dub of Frozen. And trust me, she can crush English versions of that song like a boss. She also most recently sung a new English version of Hana Wasaku, Flowers Will Bloom, to commemorate the 10th anniversary of the 2011 Great East Japan earthquake and tsunami. Towards the end of a 2015 episode of J-Mellow, shot in Hiroshima, she sung a cover of what the narrator called a Japanese standard. And it was then I realized that Yuka Imai's version of Hatsukoi I heard almost 15 years earlier was a cover, and actually quite different from most of the other known versions. Kozo Murashita was a fairly popular singer-songwriter back in the 80s. I tend to think he would have seen his peak during the popularity of the city pop days because the songs he became famous for had a certain folksy, bluesy moodiness that I think would have fit the music trend at the time. And his music was popular enough that one of his singles, 1987's Haidamari, was used as the final opening song for Meizan Ikoku. But by far, his most famous song is his 1983 breakout hit, Hatsukoi, which told the story of a young man's emotions falling in love for the first time. The original, and by extension, most of the covers held a certain slow pace and moodiness that certainly would have fit the city pop tastes 
back then. Which was in contrast to the Yuka Imai cover done for Boys B, which as mentioned was noticeably more fast paced, but when I look back on it, probably reflective of the J-pop tastes that would have existed back in 2000. Even though his original version of the song was never used in an anime, you would hope he would have appreciated the notoriety his song gained many years later. But we can only guess. Kozo Murashita passed away in 1999 of a stroke after hitting his head during a rehearsal. As mentioned, Hatsukoi is Murashita's most famous song. It has been covered numerous times, even into Cantonese by canto pop singer Samantha Lam. And yes, as mentioned, the song has been covered for anime on three different occasions for three different series from three very distinct eras in our fandom. Aside from the Yuka Imai cover for Boys B back in 2000, it has also been performed by Seiyu Sayori Hayami as an ending song for Sora no Otoshimono or Heaven's Lost Property back in 2007, and most recently performed by Nao Toyama as an insert song for the well-received 2017 anime series Tsukigakire. And it's through knowing that common bond that Tsukigakire ended up on my watch list. I'll tell you now, the versions of the song I heard made in 2000 and then in 2017 were a good fit for the anime of that time. I guess that's how you become a pop music standard. And I wonder what Murashita would have thought about that. I'll place links to every version I can find of the song on video on the blog. And if permitting, they'll also be placed on the Anime Roundtable Spotify list, so check that out if you can. And here's my challenge for anyone who hears this. I just mentioned a song that was covered for at least three different anime series, and it's the first one I know of. Does anyone know any other songs that hold such a distinction? Anyway, we're preparing for episode 44 to be taped this weekend. I'm sure we'll talk about the fallout from Anime North, but on the topic of current musical tastes, I'm hoping to also talk a little bit about Hatsune Miku in the aftermath of the virtual Miku Expo, which happened this past weekend. And then I'm sure we'll get a reaction about another music composer who made news this week in our fandom because it's Yoko Kano. On the topic of flowers will bloom. So check it out when we drop episode 44 sometime next week, wherever you get your podcasts.